0: everybody, and welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers podcast. This one covering season three, episode three, titled Crazy White Fella Thinking. Uh, I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and uh, to the right, we got. I'm a guest, Sean Keegan Landis.
1: I'm Rob Alessiani. Also a guest, David Danella.
2: Jolie Darrow.
0: Not a guest. Um, <laughs> I am a guest. Uh, why don't we start with I'm a guest? <laughs> start by saying that we have not gotten any new reviews. I really sure. Have we gotten listens? Uh yeah,
3: we have gotten listens.
0: I listened last week. Do
1: we have to offer a <laughs> contest? Is uh, that what it takes
3: in this crummy? But what can we really give somebody? Because you can see the whole Bible online. So it's not like. <laughs> yeah, we can but you know,
2: but you know, a Bible signed by. Us. Could, yeah,
1: let's say we could sign one.
4: We'll sign a Bible, yeah. We'll sign one and we'll hide like, I'll, I'll fund that one. I'll fund that one. I'll tear out Isaiah 41 and sign it. Ooh, okay. I love that. A good one. Yeah. We'll all tear out our favorite passages. Hell,
2: I'll write you a new book.
3: A new Parable Bible of the Talents book. for
0: me. Ooh. The Book of Jolie. All right. Tobit. So go to iTunes, rate and review Reheated, the Litharus Podcast. And you'll get a bunch of pages from the Bible signed by people. <laughs> Scrawled upon. Yeah. For so that'll rambles. be something.
4: Uh, Sean, what is your first impression of this episode? Uh, very very big fan to see the uh, story of lack of belief or um, not seeing signs in a world where you're strongly religious trying to find signs. Yeah. That was, uh, that's an exciting part of this religious journey that I think hasn't been explored yet in The Leftovers. Yeah,
1: I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I have enjoyed most of the single-character-centric episodes. Uh, this one was, uh, a little slow from time to time, but there were so many moments that I just, this feels so real. Like, it was dealing with a lot of absurdity, but it was dealing with it, like, oh, I could actually see this happening. And, um, and and I really liked it. And and we also got to see Old Man Garvey more than I feel like we ever have in the series, and it was, Mm -hmm. it was cool. Um,
3: I, I think... From a content standpoint, I enjoyed the episode, but because we don't, or at least I personally don't really know or care about Mr. Garvey the way I care about some of these other characters, um, I, I didn't feel as as pulled to it as I have to some of the other single-character episodes. I mean, obviously, a lot of the old single-character episodes were the first introduction to those characters, but um, this one... <clears throat> I, I guess at season three, I'm expecting to at least be intrigued, and I'm still only intrigued by Mister Garvey as he relates to other characters. Um, I, I did think what what Sean said was interesting, but again, like we kind of have that view through through Matt, don't we? Matt the preacher. Matt the. Pre- I guess he sees. All, he's he gets signs all the time. But yes. Matt the Preacher is, is also a believer, so I, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah,
4: I'm thinking particularly of the woman's story at the end. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, from, sure. from faith.
3: But I also, I think, like, that. that's one of those episodes where the last five minutes, like, you're like... Where was this like, the whole show? Yeah, this took, like, like you, you just, like, you really redeemed an episode. Also, uh, this was definitely the episode, uh, the salary negotiation episode. Where they were like, all right, like, uh, we're only paying you guys for six episodes each, so uh, we're going to Australia. Or I don't know how that saves money, but we're doing a Uluru centric, or they're never in Uluru, but you yeah, know, I we're know, doing I'm a Luru. Kevin Garvey senior centric episode. Um, so Justin Thoreau, Carrie Coon, all you people, yeah. <laughs> take, take, take a knee. Take a knee, yeah. Uh, take a knee, take no pay for this episode. Cut <laughs> mm-hmm. budget. Joey. Um,
2: I was bored. I was like he had a lot of monologues in there that I could not be bothered with. Ooh. Um I don't know. They were it was just a lot of talking and not a lot of anything happening. A lot of close-ups of his withered face. Well, uh okay. withered weathered. <laughs> no, withered. It's both. Um, it's kind of both. Yeah, a little bit both. Of both. Um yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't <laughs> Excite me, and it was sort of the same thing. It's like we only have how many episodes left of this show? Four? Five? How many are in the season? Ten? I think
1: is eight. There, it's an eight-episode season, so we have five left.
2: Yeah. So, of the
1: series, right? This is it. Yeah,
2: of the whole show. So it felt a little bit upsetting that we wasted one on this whole thing. I don't know. Wow. It didn't excite me at all.
0: Yeah. Uh... I Mike, guess I agree Mike with agrees with all that. <laughs> I, yeah, he can, none so. of what Jolie said. I agree with none of what Jolie said. Interesting. And the rest of uh, everything else, for the most part, uh, well, maybe a little bit uh, of what Joey said. It it did leave me feeling a little bit empty. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really enjoyed watching it. I thought the monologues were actually pretty pretty great. Uh, I, I thought that last shit, five minutes, know. like David said, um, kind of really made me feel better about the about the episode. Um, uh, a lot of emotion in there, but yeah, I thought the, the episode didn't move anything really for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave a little bit of backstory to um, Kevin Garvey Senior, mm-hmm. uh, and led us right up to the point of last week uh, and and forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Wait, I have an amendment. Yeah, Ooh. I could I could listen to Little Kevin. Doing interviews, <laughs> yeah, for hours on end. So oh, yeah, more yeah, of yeah. that would like, have like, really yeah. added.
0: Yeah, it's the only way I want my news from now yeah. on. Yeah, there you have it. Robert De Niro, good actor. Uh,
4: uh,
0: <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> what? I, I just don't. Okay. We weren't going to stop the podcast at it its tracks, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, jump into jump into this. Um, I, I can start by just leaving it pretty open.
2: The most interesting thing for me was learning that he really was on hallucinogens in Perth. Is that the... Perth. Perth. Um, Yeah, he was on
4: God's Tongue. And then if you remember uh, Kevin Jr. when he was uh, in Purgatory or whatever in his... Hotel. Hotel. uh, That's... Verbatim, what he saw on t v is that hey i 'm on this thing called god 's tongue and i i'm you know i'm tripped out yeah um, yeah, and uh, I'm in Perth, so mm-hmm. all of those things line up, um, which is to me a little bit uh, uh sort of frustratingly religious uh Alan Sepinwall built a lot of his review this week i 'm going to shout out a, a reviewer uh, around that fact as like tipping a little bit too much into the religious realm of things, saying that like, oh, now something supernatural is almost certainly the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because how would Kevin Jr. know any of that?
1: It was like when Melisandre birthed birthed the shadow baby and you Mm -hmm. were like, oh, there's really magic and Mm -hmm. certain people can wield it. Like, it's not just superstition. Like, because even with dragons, you can be like, well, maybe there's cryptozoological creatures in Game <laughs> of Thrones, but like, no, there's, mm-hmm. there's manipulatable yeah. magic that, that people, so and that's what I felt like tonight Spoiler it was,
2: alert. yeah,
1: well, sorry, you should listen to our other podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt tonight like, oh, we got some confirmation that there actually is supernatural events afoot, yeah. and what does that mean for a show that's been touted as like, uh, it's not about that. It's, right. it's about what people do in the with the absence of evidence and how they make meaning.
3: I will. I'll, I'll remind you that Lindelof has gone on the record and said, if two percent of the population disappeared. It gets to be two percent magic. It gets to be two percent magic. I would argue this is a little more, we're, we're we're starting at <laughs> the, <laughs> that fifteen yeah, yeah, percent. that <laughs> two percent is like a, yeah. It's a little bit like um, we are hurtling towards ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like the wealth gap, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, it's a big two percent. <laughs> well,
2: it's also made it a little bit. Now we can classify the show as magic realism, right? Magical realism, like yeah. the idea that. Uh, it's not, it's not about the magic, but there are elements of magic mm-hmm. in it, and yeah. it becomes its own genre now.
4: Yeah, so there's two things about this that interest me. One, I think that uh, Lindelof and the gang hmm. uh, uh, might think of our uh, understandable interpretation of this as proving the supernatural uh, as a misstep on their part, where I don't know that they want to have signaled that in yeah. uh, the sixth to last episode. Yeah. Two, I think it's incredibly interesting when it comes from a long monologue that's about mostly nothing else that Kevin Garvey senior himself does not remember um, where we get this confirmation that it looks like Kevin Garvey Sr. is just a lunatic when he's laying out his life story uh, in Australia. Um, and we get, just as a side throwaway, like, Perth, God's tongue. Um, mm-hmm. This this entire thing that says, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not referenced at all explicitly in this episode um, in any way that's confirming. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something interesting about that. Yeah. That juxtaposition, anyway.
1: For me, the most interesting part of this... Uh, tonight was the concept of like like let 's say let's say there were people writing a uh, a, a sequel to the Bible we we're, were writing the next gospel mm-hmm. of of the second coming.
3: Already been done, my friend, oh, I know I heard I, of Daniel Smith. Oh, I certainly have those plates
1: are silver, um, but let's say that we're writing it right now, and let's say that the that the players in it are now made aware that it's that that is being written about them, and now one of the players is jealous because that's what I thought was the most interesting part was yeah. was. I'm not in this. You you cut like you cut me out of the script. You cut yeah, me. Yeah, you know yeah. I'm 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 the father. He's and, a part of
0: my story. Yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly. Like yeah. no I'm I'm the guy. I'm the savior here. Not not him. He's a yeah. he's John he, the Baptist. Yeah he's I'm Jesus. He, he's a he's a he's a gospel writer. I'm I'm the focus. And I, I thought we, that was we
2: were thinking of going in a infinite, different direction infinite, <laughs> <interesting> for, this, <laughs> uh, for this book. Yeah. just uh, a
4: younger <laughs> hipper. Yeah, we
1: we did it. We did a focus group, and unfortunately, like your sections, they just didn't respond to. So we're really gonna focus. On, on Kevin Junior. For this, yeah. he's a more relatable
0: character. Only in the Matt voice.
3: Yeah. yeah, we always kind of picture Jesus as having a haircut, little. Tight on the sides, yeah. long on the top. Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of tats. A um, couple tats, yeah. yeah. Like a lot of tats, yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, if he smokes once in a while, <laughs> as long as he's not openly uh, oh, and, shilling uh, for the cigarette and company. He's
1: super into autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> just viciously sexual. I could yeah. do
2: that. Yeah. I could, I could go No, into we'd
1: that. rather you didn't. We'd rather you just disappeared in the Outback. Did you get the money I sent? <laughs> yeah. Great. That's for yeah. you to drown. Um. But yeah, that, that's what, that was the thing that I found uh, extremely interesting. He just threw it away. He just threw it away.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they didn't... I, I thought that they were going to find the book. They only found uh, the women. Uh, the one page. Uh, they found the one only, page. Only found the one page that he had with him. Which was uh, a good page to find. Good page. Enough page to of, make them murder the murder yeah. yeah. Yeah, seriously.
1: Um, God. So wh- the only information they had was Kevin... A chief of police. Mm-hmm. And they were like, mm-hmm. this has got to be him. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought was a cool jump. Like, oh, man, there we see some zealotry. Like, this is the sign. There's a, there's a chief of police
4: named Kevin, not 20 miles from here. Yeah. So that's, I mean, we're bookended in this episode. I guess not bookended because uh, Kevin Garvey's senior story uh, telling to Christopher Sunday. It's mm-hmm. not exactly at the beginning, but roughly bookended by two stories of... What we would essentially, if we ran across these stories in the street, uh, would describe as the raving of a sort of lunatic religious zealot mm-hmm. who don't who just shouldn't um, be given any sort of semblance in reality, mm-hmm. yeah. and the, that's where the woman winds up thinking about herself toward the end of that, which is fascinating. Um, but Kevin Garvey uh, senior appears not to at the end.
1: yeah he's like, "No, you're right. you just mm-hmm. murdered the wrong cat Got
0: the wrong guy. Um I like the the story uh, cause he did he kind of went into his whole his whole thing um yeah. detailing his um the day of the departure mm-hmm. um and how he like he said like five minutes afterwards you just started hearing the voices and started listening I started, lis- I started listening to them yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah, and they were driving me crazy until he started listening um but uh I don't know Is he He's a good
1: actor. Great actor. I thought he acted yeah. the shit out of a lot of these monologues. He's no Marklin Baker. No, he's no Marklin Baker. We all miss we all miss uh MLB. MLB. Yeah.
4: Uh, very his name, much. His name's Scott Allen.
1: Yeah. Yeah? What a great great actor, Scott Allen. Fantastic.
3: God, he's uh He's so strong. He's got big <laughs> He's got big hands. He's fucking Jack. got big old yeah, man
4: yeah. muscles. Yeah,
3: he's just a he's a he's like a real yeah. old man. He's a man.
4: Danella's rethinking casting Jesus right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, <laughs> Team Senior. I'm just saying, <laughs> give the guy a chance.
1: I really liked. Uh, I, I loved his. I guess we're just bouncing around. Yes. Um, I really liked his uh, his post being thrown out of the ambulance. Walk was yeah. very <laughs> oh was. I really like. So, so, what do we think was the symbolism of finding the
4: the the Volkswagen Beetle man who self-immolated? Uh, that's some Lindelof bullshit. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I don't like because Parada would never do that something that extreme. But would you uh,
0: kill a baby to cure cancer? Yeah. Right?
4: No, that's what I said.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't take me.
4: What well, the Russian, the Russian mafia, or are- yeah, is this a cult? Is well, this a what were has there been a cult that we've seen that asked mm-hmm. questions like this for membership? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Not Holy Wayne. Not Guilty mm-hmm. Remnant. Um, not the oh the hippie
3: people. The, were the the dot people? The dot.
4: Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe. So was it? So we talk. So what are we saying? It, was there a cult that thought that mm-hmm. uh, the ends justify the means? Right. And this guy disagreed. Yeah. And so he uh, set fired
4: himself in a perfectly good, perfectly good classic Beatles. Right so I mean if we're thinking about this as a story of uh, religious zealots gone uh, to places where they are self-harming that's the apothe- that's just the zenith of that right yeah. you're, you're willing to self- immolate yourself for your zealous beliefs yeah ugh I don't know.
0: But it did go, oh, oh shit. And then he never run. His reactions are the same
1: regardless of the severity of the situation. Which is which was why I thought yeah. was so natural. Like, yeah. that was like, to me, if I was improv coaching, I'd be like, great, nice, nice, <laughs> honest, honest reaction. Getting I believed it. Getting thrown out. Uh, getting bitten by a dodging snake. Dodging
0: an explosion. Getting bitten by a snake. Oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything is just a
1: attack. That snake, like, I don't know if they did that with CGI, but that looked... Very when when he hit it with the when he hit it with the crutch it looked very. Did I was Did we like, oh, see god.
2: the crutch actually hit? Yes. The snake, the snake. Or did we just hear no, it? No, we saw he, it.
1: it. It did not cut away.
2: Okay, I felt like maybe I thought I saw it, but it was just so good. No, because like, sound effects. I was
1: like, oh god, I didn't think they were going to show that. It was kind of gruesome. And then and then when it when it showed him striking him, I was like, wow, that looked like he actually got bit by a snake. I was impressed.
2: They could have also done. Uh, do you guys ever see that movie, um, in like Spanish class, El Norte? Or yes. just not in Spanish class? That's where I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, they feel, there's a, a scene in that movie where they have rats attacking yeah. this lady in the tu- in a tunnel. Yeah. And apparently they filmed it with real rats that were just sterilized and I guess probably had like their teeth taken away. So I'm wondering, they could have filmed it with a snake that had its teeth taken away.
0: Ooh.
1: Well. I hope e- that right. either way, either way, he act, yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> either way, they acted the shit. Out, he acted the shit out of that too. Um,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. It
1: wasn't it wasn't too melodramatic. It was just like a guy who I think was resigned to his own mortality in that moment, mm-hmm. and 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 a failed mission. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love like, Christopher Sunday. He was my favorite of the whole. Yeah, episode. I like Christopher him a lot. Sunday. Was yeah. wonderful. Yeah.
0: Uh, it gets introduced to it. just Chris just Chris just Chris um, you want to fix the you want to stop the you want to stop the, the, the flood, flood. Start, start with that party. one good <laughs> we'll at the same, same time, time. <laughs> same time <laughs> <laughs> uh what is this beer now? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, local film uh, T- comedy uh, reference yeah they'll be back out ready? in July by the way <laughs> get that um, on the calendar right? yep uh
1: well, if we're not at war, let's, yeah, his <laughs> let's just take story, it a day take it a time.
0: Story of the egg, the chicken. Yeah, that was
1: weird. Mm-hmm. So, in that, is so this the, the first we've heard of animals being departed? Departed. As I couldn't as, remember another one.
4: Yeah, as you far as I know. Yeah,
0: and it's a town that's in the I outback. Eat a Weedabix. Yeah. yeah. So weedabix. Sandwiches. Yeah. sandwiches. Bi- Somewhere a close weedabix.
4: to Sydney, apparently, because yeah. he was in Perth when he found out about it. But he said it was 4,000 kilometers the other yeah, way. Yeah, all the way back. It was a
1: town of 14 people. Yes. Like, he was like, it's a very small town, but every single one of them were, were taken, and all the animals. But an egg.
3: Save yeah. one. Save one egg. Was this also the first mention of somebody actually witnessing somebody else depart? I mean,
0: no. I no, feel Kevin like... Kevin was, was like in, Kevin mid-
3: was... Mid- saw, pump.
4: Kevin was Kevin was, yeah. Kevin
3: was <laughs> right. Kevin was mid pump, but as they I guess they never they didn't show it as mid pump, but they show him. He like, didn't notice until he was done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the way they always I the way notice, they showed Kevin. Was it was always target. like, a, and I guess this was so that they were never showing the departure, but they always showed it like like Kevin suddenly just <laughs> like like. Checking the sheets and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, I, it's interesting I to only, think
4: about the mechanics of the yeah, departure. Yeah, Is it a dissipation? Is it an instance nothing? Is yeah. it a float away? Yeah, because yeah.
3: Laurie's baby. Yeah, Laurie sees her baby on the on the sonogram Did Kevin. go away.
2: Right. Yeah. She's getting
3: an ultrasound at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel oh, like they've yeah, stayed right. very far away from having people actually describe what they saw during the departure. And this feels like the first time anybody's actually said what they saw. In the departure, I feel like. Wait, it's always they... stories about people coming home and finding that people are missing. Carrie or...
2: Coon turned around; her kids were like freaking the fuck out, and, and then, then it was quiet,
3: and she turned around yeah. and saw. So again, like not visually witnessing this, I did. I feel like this was the first time I've heard somebody like actually say, "I saw, I wit, I like, I saw somebody vanish." Yeah. We've seen we've seen evidence that people. Did see other people vanish, but this is the first time I think I heard somebody talk about the moment.
1: Was there also? Uh, it could have also been an element with the way that um, senior was describing that. Um, in know, he 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 presents himself, appropriates. I don't know. He's presenting himself as part of a culture that is very much into um, oral tradition and legends and retell. So like, it's kind of like I don't know that we as a viewer have to be like, oh, maybe the maybe the animals didn't all disappear. Maybe this doesn't. Maybe this is a new rule for the departure that we haven't heard or seen yet, just because it could be more folklore, even this. He saw um, it on TV, right? Is that what, what it was? I think so.
4: He's like, of, of all the odds, why I come out of a two week Oh, that's church, right. Oh, you know, a I see chicken, this on a TV. Chicken. Called him yeah. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chicken Tony. Uh, yeah, and he was the chicken Tony. Was pecking itsy bitsy spider
4: on his back. So, is that what he was saying? He was I pecking? think he jumped in yes. the back
1: and peck, pecked at his bag
4: that his backpack, which had the tape in it. Oh, then I just heard so he, he pulled out the back. tape and didn't rewind it or anything. He was
2: pecking at, at his it. back though. He did say something about that.
4: Yeah, he was pecking at the tape that was in the tape in his backpack on his back. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was
1: like, that must be the thing.
4: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So with. that's some batshit logic all yeah, the right? sure. way. Yeah, If you just hear "itsy bitsy spider" as well, you're like, "Well, that doesn't mean anything." Like, mm-hmm. "Oh, wash the the spider out." Oh, I guess I mean, there's a flood. I mean. That's like seven layers of logic to get there. Flood jumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a jumps.
1: Yeah, and in that case, the, then let's just take. Uh, you, then you don't need the. Then you don't need the song. He was in. just sing "itsy bitsy
4: spider," mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. And his deal is that he or, is go chicken. back to your son. Yeah, isn't that the natural interpretation of that? Yeah. Chicken wants you to reunite with your son. Yeah, Tony, the chicken has a <laughs> message. What is it, Tony?
1: I should learn all these weird <laughs> yeah. songs and go recreate the song line. No, I thought it was super obvious. Yeah. I, I pecked at your most precious, mem- uh, uh, like your, your most precious uh, con-
3: physical connection with no, your that song. That doesn't
2: sound right.
3: Thinking, all right, I'm just yeah. a chicken. That's all. Yeah, and all these signs do also have just like a logical connection that would make you say hey, reconnect with your son, right? This whole, like, everything, which, yeah, is probably going to happen. And that's what it's it's really about,
4: right? Because where does bad logic and zealotry come from? It comes from grief and loss and family and Mm -hmm. and ultimately all of our mothers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. Sorry, Mom. She listens every week, yeah. Does <laughs> she?
4: <No>.
3: Oh, <laughs> well then I won't say hi.
4: No. <laughs> why she didn't you? Back? Why didn't you start her on it? You tried.
1: I've tried to get her on podcast, and she's like, "Now, how do I listen?" And I'm like, "You have an iPhone. Just go to the store." And it's like, "I just I never like to use it when I'm out." I, I want Can I put it on my computer? I mean, no, just never mind.
3: <laughs> yeah, she could put it on <laughs> this. Her isn't computer, right? She could. This isn't an art form that my mother's going to drop. Into. My mom loves podcasts, but I don't think that she like subscribes or anything I think she just my like my, my, mom, my mom just like picks a podcast each time yeah. and like she'll listen to the same podcast oh, and they just keep playing them but like I don't think she follows through with any like oh, specific yeah. podcast
2: my dad was saying that he he listens to Fresh Air but I think he goes to the website every time and looks from, like, from his phone oh my he's god Fresh Air I was like oh do you subscribe I forget why I was asking him he's like what do you mean subscribe yeah, You're yeah, you like go to the podcast app. Like What's the, the podcast app? Yeah. <laughs> he had no idea there was a podcast
3: app. I've I started doing something recently that my father does that I thought was such an old man thing, but I I do it. <coughs> Which is my dad, when he writes emails, he writes them in Microsoft Word and then copy and
2: paste <laughs> I do that. Down.
3: But I started doing hey, it because I like the editing tools better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always you get to paranoid. That, that Strike through easily. easily. I'm always
2: paranoid. I'll hit send and then that's send just, like a preconceived letter. Don't
3: don't
1: put the sender. Don't put the sender yeah. field in until you're yep. all done. Oh, that's a good. That's good. That's good. We we got got
0: a lot right? of tips <laughs> here tonight. Last, <laughs> hey, welcome to Tech Tips <laughs> with the Tech Tip Team. To uh, <laughs> so <just a> summarize, <laughs> uh, subscribe to podcasts <laughs> and uh, take your emails into Microsoft Word before this has been. Detective you know Team,
2: you know put it on that cloud. Yeah, yeah. put
4: on that. cloud it up. Well, i uh, will say, I'm saying I mean, subscribe to our podcast. Certainly,
2: sure.
4: <laughs> but not subscribing, after, but listening right after now. after this one. <laughs> I'm going to download episode three of season three. I got news for you, yeah. David. Yeah. No one subscribing after this one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs>
0: We're
2: going to get some podcast. reviews. <laughs>
3: but
0: other than that, one this star. Thought this was
2: a come. podcast
1: about a TV show turned right. into the Detective so, Team.
0: Uh, what a Kevin, Kevin Garvey Senior is trying to learn all these dances and doing a song line or something. He's, he thinks that uh, to stop the flood, he has to recreate all these dances uh, to save the world or, yeah. or something. Right? This, this is, um, is.
3: Oh, I was gonna say this is like when. Uh, a girl turns turns you down, and you're like, I know how to get my crush. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get a guitar, and I'm gonna learn how to play Wonder every wall. song. Yeah, I'm learning the whole Oasis yeah, album. Every song, yeah, weird B
1: sides, yeah. stuff that wasn't on the album. Yeah, see, this to me was like this read to me like the epitome of white appropriation it was like all these songs are already being sang on these places by the people who who it is their his it is their culture but it's i'm going to come different. in yeah. and yeah. learn every yeah. single one and sing them and cuz i cuz that's going to save the world and i was like yeah. all right this and it's, it's yeah, like an it's,
4: appropriation
3: story yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no it really is and it's like it, and it's so it makes so much sense within the context of the leftovers because Again, this is this is a show about people who are taking the world and turning it into their own personal movie. Yeah, yep. right. They cannot see beyond
4: mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. they experience things. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Junior's uh, a part of my story. Yeah, right. It's that classic. Mm-hmm. What? How's it about me?
1: And then right, right before he got kicked out of the ambulance, like show some. Show it's like you've been here for two years.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Uh, yeah, he is just tossed and left. Uh, right oh, out there. Can I just
3: mention? I I don't know. This is dumb, but I did think it was such a sweet moment, and it just it's one of those little things that laid like gloss past. Um,
1: I, was just, I thought you was blocking your
3: number. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
3: that they just kind of glossed past. I mean, and then and they rightfully so. But just I really thought it was a sweet moment when, as he's telling the story to Christopher Sunday, um, he said he's talking about the tapes and he says that, that he that he likes to listen to that that he yeah. it, it was annoy it annoyed him at the time. And now he mm-hmm. likes to listen to them, and I, I don't know. I, that just hurt. Yeah. That just like tugged on my
0: heart a little bit. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I, yeah, and he, he choked like, up at that moment too. Yeah, uh, great acting.
0: The reason for all those tapes was that his mom, Junior's mom, Senior's wife, uh, was uh, she was cancer. It was cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was dying. Gave him this recorder, and he just kind of kept it with him and just started recording everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, talking about Taxi Driver, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, well, we're yeah. not talking well, about the Reagan yeah. assassination. Yeah, but well, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, talking about... Uh, what was the other things he was bringing up? Just ducks. Like, Why dad? ducks Just swim? Ducks that, ducks. Duck, ducks that went underwater to catch something and he thought they were drowning. His dad's like,
1: they're going to pop up. That's what happens. Uh, ducks come down, ducks come back up. And he's like, the ducks are back up.
4: Nice. Well, this is been Kevin Gardner Jr. <laughs> yeah. The ducks, ducks, are, alive the ducks well. are alive and well. That one duck did not come back up last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And the and one other thing that I thought found fascinating about that was that Kevin Jr.'s... And this, again, is like such like an interesting subtle thing is that Kevin jr's version of reporting is just asking his dad and his dad mm-hmm. doesn't ever really give many reasons. He just says like, that's the way things are. And like, he, like his, ex, his explanation for John Hinckley is, well, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. His explanation for the ducks is that that's what ducks do. And Kevin jr. It's just like oh you're right like you and like uh, as you know as an eight year old does to a facts. god or, or does to a dad. The is like, rest of the story it's just like <laughs> yeah dad's the best and like dad is right because dad's always right. It was a little
1: distracting that like his voice sounded so old still yeah. in that in that thing. I was like I don't know what they could have done. They could have Kevin Senior's Kevin voice. Senior's voice. It's, it's, uh, he still sounds like I mean they had to yeah, use the all, same actor. Although my, my I don't know my father sounds exactly the same as he did when I was. Like on recordings, you've heard old recordings of your dad, and he sounds the same now as he does then,
3: um, or have you just not noticed? I'm trying name? to think of. I'm trying to think if there is a recording that I could find, but I mean, and again, this is this is probably skewed now that you said it, but I to my ear, yeah, like certainly, my my father sounds no grip, like almost exactly the same as he did mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. entirely possible. Tech team news <laughs> yeah. coming at you. Listen to old so,
1: tapes of your dad. Yeah, record Don't your dad have- now and in <laughs> yeah. 20 years.
3: Yeah. That's Big tech, tech tip. Tech, tip. tech are, tip for the
4: tech team. If it's raining, get your electronic equipment yeah. out Got of the rain. To. Got know. to. Uh, yeah,
0: tape gets ruined. That's a shame. Can't yeah. listen to that. Tried to listen to it. Yeah. Wasn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back up your tapes to the cloud. <laughs> tech team tech <laughs> tip. Yeah. Uh, so he's... Gets bit by that snake. He wakes up, um, rips everything oh, off and out. On. Oh yeah, not the best. Thing yeah, bye bye S- catheter. Super
4: yeah. super gross. Hello uh, bedwetting. Hello. Yeah yeah. Um, it doesn't just stop.
1: Your body's used to not having to hold it in anymore for a little while. You gotta retrain it to like yeah. Oh, oh god. god. Yeah. All right. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's a, yeah. that's a biology tip. Yeah from the bio team. Uh,
0: he heads outside where a group of folks
1: build the boat. Yeah. building a boat. which I was a little bit like. that was that was the only real eye roll moment of the show. I was like, all right,
4: We building, get it. building an arc. But the they know. So um, what? Why? <laughs> they know. Do we, do we know backstory? Because not know Kevin, they're, this is separate. Wait, or, were those not were, were, were those not her children?
1: No, her kids are all dead. Yeah, they're yeah. 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 all dead. dead. So
4: those are like
1: they're like helper help help neighbors, or like mm, parishioners, parishioners. Yeah. What I what I loved was that he was like ah for the flood, and they're like this guy gets it. Yep, man, one of us. He's great. Hey, if you're hungry, there's books in the freezer
4: and oh. some dog uh, arthritis pills. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, was
2: that before or after he took all those
0: <coughs> that dog was pills? Before. That was before. before. He gets in the, uh, the pills, eats the photo album. Are you Caleb? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I know Chris. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. yeah so that You're not the
2: guy that fell on him, are you?
0: <laughs> is all of, all of her, uh, her whole family. Yeah. And they yeah. are gone. Um... She thought they were taken by, uh, well... The de- she thought they departed. Yes. Departure. Yeah, Another and she moved. just kind of assumed that that was the case. Uh, because she also saw somebody uh, depart there. So she went home, she went to the, the church, uh, saw their Bibles all lined up, and it was just like, okay, they're gone. And then two years later, I think it was, uh, she gets a call that remains were found. Some and it was all the, the kids um, That they couldn't get... She couldn't reach him, um, didn't get home until like the next day or something like that, uh, and they assumed the kids... Never, never thought to look, is yeah. what she said, which is insane yeah. to so me. So they just started walking, and uh, I just got... What, in the flats, I think she said. In the, in the flats. In the flats. Yeah. Got lost in the flats.
4: And I think this is an interestingly plausible jump in religious belief, from um, grief to how can I cope with it? Oh, my family's safe. This is a rapture. Yeah. I'm going to get to see them again. They went to a good place. Yeah. So that I really felt compelling. Uh-huh.
1: And then with, uh, with discovering though that's the remains, the remains, I'm being challenged.
4: Yeah. What everything I can do to protect myself now to go to yeah. double down. And
1: then the drowning the wrong Kevin was the bridge too far. Yeah. At least for now, because mm-hmm. it seemed like she got a spark of. Some kind of hope again in her eyes when yeah. Senior said, "This
0: is the wrong, Kevin." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. in his Beetlejuice. Voice, you <laughs> got <any more? laughs> yeah. Got any more books? I'm, yeah. I'm freezing. Let me tell uh, you. Uh, one thing I did like uh, a little small detail because last week we we ended with the um, what are you ladies up to? What are you ladies up to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no <don't> mean... <laughs> And uh, then this week we get that, and then <laughs> the darts what, oh, what, okay. de- oh.
1: what a deadeye. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those darts aren't as, like, they're not as accurate as bullets. That was
4: no. center mass, too. Yeah. I mean, she she, she, she threw a, shirin- a syringe
1: yeah. at him. And he was like,
0: again? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh,
1: <come laughs> he had a bunch of great one-liners. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> something yeah. happened to him, he was like, oh, oh fuck me. Like, <laughs>
0: look, <laughs> <Layla. laughs> down I go. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Uh, uh, we got a we got a nice Australian, Oi! Yeah, <laughs> uh, Oi! Oh, um, that was great. The woman recognizes his face great. on the poster. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, my <laughs> let me tell you, Marshall, <laughs> <song."> the <laughs> white woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's the one that finds him when uh, he's up on the roof. Uh, Don't yeah. believe anything she that she says, and she then says. Just slips on the. I mean, the she didn't. If she he was he was helping. If she didn't roll up there,
1: like. Like she had uh, the horseman of the apocalypse with her, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't off. have fallen off. Yeah, yeah nice. Chris, Chris Sunday would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Big anyway. Chain of events. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't have much other than that. Um, I mean, I could have, I could have watched a lot of just the uh, the rituals. I yeah. thought that was really interesting. Um, and yeah. just. You know, those are really too.
1: cool. To, I was very young, but I was out in Australia, and, and we're taken on tours where we were told... I was 7th grade, so I just went where I was told. We were told this was, like, authentic. We were actually, like, we had to stand uh, a ways away that we, they were comfortable with, and we were going to watch. it. Was, I just remember it being very powerful. Um, I think it was a dream time enchanting, chanting. I don't know. It was really, really cool. The Outback is like, you've never seen darkness, or I've never seen darkness, like a night sky as dark as I did then when it was nighttime. There's, there's, there's nothing. for As far as the eye can see, there's no natural light.
4: Is it darker than that scene at the end of Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> where, um, uh, where they're in the hole. Where they put the, gla- they the goggles put on? The oh, bag- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was. It was darker that.
0: than that. Curious, that director just died. Damn No. What's his name? It is Jonathan Demier.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan Demier. Rest in I also Just ate die. a witchetty grub. I ate a witchetty grub that was cooked on a rock. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a gigantic you? grub. Ew. And uh, I ate it. And I licked the ass of a green ass ant. They are ants that absorb. Um, they are ants green. that absorb. Uh, ac- um, Chlorophyll. Uh, no, like 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 uh, vitamin C and 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 acidic acid. From like citrus, so like when you lick their butt, you get vitamin C, and it tastes like a lemon.
2: Oh, uh, really?
1: Back to bug talk. <laughs> yeah. it, welcome, it, welcome back to Bug Talk with do, the with the creepy crawling crew.
4: Do you pick it up alive? And yeah, look at you, it you pick it up. It you pick
1: out? it up alive. Uh, we just, I I
3: wouldn't
1: like the the Aboriginals that we were with it bit it, yeah. and I
3: just didn't want to do that. And did, did it, uh, Bit did, it kill. Re- did do you back, or... <laughs>
1: it was like... Yeah, I was like, all right,
3: all right, your turn. And I
1: put it on my shoulder. <laughs> I
4: was like, come on. Yeah. And then it went into your backpack and kept tapping that tape that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was like... Uh, hey,
0: let hey, me hey, ask y'all this. Uh, coming up on the seventh anniversary of the departure, Kevin Garvey Sr. believes there to be a flood coming. hmm Any of you believe there's a flood coming on this show? No. No. Rob, flood watch. Yeah.
1: Um... Yes, just to be <laughs> contrary, it's just gonna be a heavy rain.
2: rain. I think it'll rain. I that think day. the
1: show earth. is building to <laughs> su- I don't
2: know if it's going to be.
1: A, I don't know if it's going to be an earth like a globe-ending event. I don't know about that, but I do think that this show will have some kind of very heavy rain that has flooding, and it's not just going to be like a blank. The show's already, even though it says. This is just what people deal with. How people—it's not about the supernatural. We've now seen that they're they're bending that a little bit, and I think we will see some kind of an, a flood, some kind of cataclysmic ish thing, even if it's man-made, even if it's like the the result of a lot of these zealots forcing something to happen.
3: Well, that feels—I mean, now—but that's almost like oh, all right, that's like saying that, that's like saying well, so. You saying a season I- finale? There's going to be something Oh, I'm not prepared to say an act of
1: God will happen. But, uh. <laughs> and, and it might be, yeah, it might be supernatural, course. or it might yeah. be...
3: <laughs> so it serious. I, <laughs> <one>. It <laughs> might be supernatural, <laughs> or it might be the product of uh, of people behaving in certain ways. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. 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 hasn't <laughs> <they're,
1: we'll, laughs> no, no, because what would have happened was, there would have been a flood if somebody would have, like, blown up the Hoover Dam and something like that. And you guys have been like... And I've been like, yeah, there's a flood. You're like, no, it doesn't count. It doesn't count because it's man-made. And I'm I like, also didn't specify in the question... So I think there will
3: be. I think there will be a flood type event. Sean, no. All right. Um. I will give you. I will give you any flood type event. But what you don't get to do is come in and if and, and like if someone the guilty, took a
4: pass, yeah, yeah. it was a
3: flood. <laughs> if the sink if <laughs> overflowed. Yeah. Uh, if the guilty remnant uh, do stage a mass protest, you don't yeah, get to know, yeah. There was a flood of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, people. I'll hold myself. Yeah. i myself accountable for my rides. words.
2: I think there's oh, going to be something. but if, if there's
3: if there's a water based event, I'll give you that man made or otherwise.
0: What if people have their pants or just don't reach their ankles? <laughs> <laughs> what then? Mm. Just yeah. a whole bunch of like a, a whole bunch people. people. <laughs> what if they? What if? What if they? What if they, they go it's back to my elementary school and film a bunch of the kids?
1: They're called Flood yeah. yeah, yeah. High waters. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, you Yo, got your high waters on. Hey, oh, is
0: there a flood warning? Clam diggers.
1: They'd say to me,
4: Clam <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, digging clams." Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, any <laughs> other thoughts on
1: this? Uh, I thought the episode was was cool. I really like the soundtrack. I want somebody to sample yeah. that uh, that beat. Put it in a hip hop song. I really enjoy that. And, which
3: okay. beat was that? The the
1: the, the, <laughs> the
3: ritual the dance of the ritual dance. <laughs> ah, oh, okay. I was like, this has, this has thump. I, uh, that reminds me. I was, so I was on the train yesterday and I was sitting, um, it was, I was on the bench seat and there was a girl, like there was a sp- lot of space between. How old sp- was she? Um, I, I think she was in, I, I know, she, so now I know where this is going, a young woman. Um, there we go. she was, I think she was maybe, uh. Yeah, uh, late college or early grad school, um, and she was listening to her music very loud. You got high
0: aspirations for this.
3: You don't know. <laughs>
4: How old are you? I'd say young grad
0: school. I would love to hear uh, the uh,
3: <laughs> And she was listening to her music very loudly, and I couldn't tell what she was listening to, uh, but grade. the but the beat was the beat was slapping. It was such a good yeah. beat, and I. And I've done this before, but only to men, which is I've heard music being played very loudly from their headphones. And I've just like kind of been like, hey, what's that song you're listening to? But it was like and late at night. That guy. It was late at yeah. night. And I, and I really just I just wanted to know what the song was. But I, so I didn't do it. You just held up just, your phone to your Put a shazam <laughs> up to
1: I don't. I didn't want to bother you or make you feel like
4: threatened. Yeah. So I just gonna hold my yeah. phone up to your ear. <laughs> also turn it up because it's not catching it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you look like you're in grad school <laughs> <or> in <laughs> a but middle y- school. Yo. Yeah. So it's,
3: um, I just, I just let her live her life, holidays. and I, and now I have to live the rest of my life, Shazam, knowing Shazam, that there's a song Shazam. that I might never know what it is. I, that
1: would, that would destroy me. Yeah, Welcome I, that, to the '80s. Those <laughs> moments, yeah, those moments destroy me.
4: Uh, any other thoughts? Yes. On
0: this episode, yeah.
4: So I'm intrigued by the... Uh, this is uh, mostly visually compelling episode. And then mm-hmm. they chose two pretty key moments to just stop and monologize. Yeah. Right? Um, and I'm interested in that because that's kind of boring. The My, um, uh, what would I say, cynical uh, interpretation of this is that they all watched Horace and Pete, the writers. And there's an episode of Horace and Pete. We talked just, about this last
1: week. We talked about this very On the show? On the episode? On the episode. We We talked about... Oh, um, yes.
4: I do remember that because I listened. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, 100%. But but Laurie Metcalf has this wonderful, um, uh, absolutely just compelling um, uh, monologue that's almost a half hour long where it's like at least the the first 20 minutes of it is just On her face. And she's amazing. And I think they thought, we can do that too. So that's my cynical interpretation. We
1: didn't talk about it in reference to that. We talked about it in reference to, man. 90s 90s sitcom stars are, are having a good yes, week, right? right. Uh, and
0: since then, I've also read that Roseanne is
4: apparently getting a revival. Is, but she's
1: like super yep. into Trump now. I don't know about it. Yeah, that's
4: Wait, you, you, I'm you still quite looking dumb. forward to the voice of Roseanne in any generation, in I agree. Right? Uh, so the non cynical interpretation is um, why would we rather than just visually tell those stories uh, the way you could have? Right? We could have we could have just done a flashback with the woman and see all that story. We could have just seen all of Kevin Garvey's two and a half years journey uh, uh, through this rather than just the most recent eight to 10 days. Uh, what's the purpose of thinking of this in terms of storytelling? And I think it's about storytelling, religious belief, and falling out of faith and sort of seeing the story for what it is. So it's very intriguing to me how those merge in this um, this, uh, episode.
2: I also think to piggyback off of that, it's also about the like fallibility of memory and the idea that, you know, what Kevin is telling us isn't necessarily to be believed or like relied upon. Like there could the chicken couldn't, It's possible the chicken didn't tap on him at all, or, you know, he was in in the vicinity of the chicken, but nothing actually happened. Um, And that's the problem with, like, the unreliable narrator, the uh, unreliable source. Um, But I also, to, like, go back to what you were saying about the cynical side of things, um, I was very cynical when watching the monologues. I was like, they're just trying. And I've never seen the... Horace and Pete episode, but in my mind, I was thinking they're just trying to be original with the way that they tell the stories, and they're trying to like break break all sorts of norms and traditions of TV shows, and I don't know. It felt very like trendy to
3: me. I I guess for me, I I think I um I I, I don't I didn't I I kind of felt the trendy thing. Um, I guess what I'll say I appreciate about both these things was that. the the moments that they showed would have been interesting and compelling and shocking but to me it was almost more interesting to watch people how they're living with those things as opposed to them going through those things uh, it's a different it's a different th- feel and vibe right for somebody to be living with guilt over their kids' death Um I, you know, I don't know how we could show um, in Kevin Sr.'s monologue, again, and I and maybe this is just because of that, that part where he talks about loving to listen to, like, the old tapes, how, how that little story, like, that whole part of that story, like, we don't get that except, like, peppered into that monologue is that, oh, my God, his wife died. He was a single father from the point that this kid was eight years old on um, and something in him is soothed by remembering this moment of serenity. Um, you know, we don't, in seeing her find her kids dead and all this meaning and stuff like that, we don't get to see her, her current pain and her current desperation. Um, so I think there was, I think there was a uh, value in those moments. And especially because we get to juxtapose them with the agony that, kevin senior put himself through in this episode and that and the agony that we can imagine that grace both caused on others and has been going through um we have these long moments of just like just this almost self-inflicted torture right and then we get like these two monologues that just like explain all the torture that we're experiencing so um it's interesting i want when did horace and Pete come out About a year ago. Yeah. So they would have had time to actually... 100%. I'm sure they were writing it around the time they were watching. The Leftovers, and we talked about this last week, The Leftovers has kind of always milked, not quite off monologues, but these, like, almost like, 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 you know, what is this called? Like, two-camera scenes where you're just, where it's, like, two people talking, and it's almost somebody who's, like, not going to be a huge part of the thing, and just, like, um, whether it was... um, Nora doing the, um, what were they called? The departed interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, these, these moments of just like two people, like with one person, just like some, some person off the street, essentially doing like the acting job of their life and like telling a story and going through it emotionally. And I've I've always found it like a part of the, the leftovers.
4: Mm. Palate, I
0: Toolkit?
4: Amber.
3: Yeah.
0: Any other uh, stray thoughts? Not.
3: If anybody knows yeah. how I can have a body like that when I'm that man's age. <laughs> and if you, I mean, I know the answer is probably like exercise all yeah. the time. <laughs>
4: um, or crazy white fella thinking.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want no, to just 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 have a
1: purpose, and any purpose will do, and just yeah. pursue it to the end. That's what the show. That's that's,
3: that's honestly not far off. Because I swear to God, people with purpose, especially crazy people with purposes, can't stop. Sometimes they have some good bodies.
0: Can't yeah. stop. Won't stop. Cool. That'll be uh, that'll be it for the for this episode, season three, episode three. Uh, Julie Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, I just one other thing. Yeah, there was a moment where we found a Bible,
3: right? And it was on. Isaiah 41. Did I make that up? Or? Uh, it was a torn out page. Torn out page in the in and the freezer buckets. And in in David, learned, that was alone. my
2: half Torah portion. The
3: Isaiah 41 was not my half Torah portion, but part of how Isaiah was my half Torah portion. But anyway, um, I uh, I just looked up Isaiah 41. There's not a lot written about it, but Jesus it is flux. essentially about um, God speaking through a prophet. Um, that's to what the top of this book. That's what the heading of the book said. Like that's what
1: the heading of the page that I said. God speaks through a prophet,
3: and he's essentially he's challenging. Um, he's challenging idol worshippers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of idol worship, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he's challenging idol worshippers, idol worshipers, <laughs> and he's um, mm-hmm. talking about how they um, that he is is so much better than them, and that. Um, that the idols can't do the things that he does, including predicting the future and knowing what the outcome is. Um, and then he goes, and he pretty much says like, they can't predict the future, mm-hmm. they can't, uh, they can't crumble nations, they can't, they can't, uh, they they can't sow your fields, <laughs> they can't make bounty from your deserts, but I can. Um, which
4: is pretty interesting, and it's
3: almost like, and it's almost phrased as like, because it sounds a lot case. like Drake.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Something like Drake's on. Yeah. Uh quick follow up piggyback. Uh when Matt tells uh Kevin Garvey Senior <coughs> that um Isaac was about thirty-seven yeah. around the mm-hmm. time that uh, God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, his son. Um, I I looked that up, and uh, uh, it seems like, uh, according to uh, Josephus, a uh, prominent Jewish scholar, uh, uh, Isaac was around twenty-five years old, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. would at, at the oldest have been thirty-six or thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty old. Yes, yeah, I mean
0: when you it, hear the story, like yeah. growing up, it, it definitely it, takes even depicted. As a lot younger than than that, mm-hmm. yeah. Daddy.
3: What are we up to? Yeah, yeah. what's
0: going on? Don't worry about it.
3: But yeah. I mean, also in, in the Bible at that time, um, these people routinely lived to be yeah. like five hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Methuselah like, was yeah. like nine hundred. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the you know. Bible talk with the Bible team. <laughs> so they're doing that math. You know, twenty five saw Isaac yeah. at about uh, three.
4: kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything else to add before we close this out? Nothing salient. Jolie, what do you got coming up?
2: Uh, if you're in Montreal on May fifth, wait, uh,
4: Montreal, Canada, Montre- Montreal, uh, Quebec, uh,
2: the one. You know the, they- maybe maybe oh, nah, It can't be the only Montreal. There's, there's no, there's no there's way. There's gotta be, there's a gotta be many Mount, other. Mount, yeah, probably mountain, in France. No right? One hundred percent. Um. But yeah, if you're in Montreal on May fifth, Cinco de Mayo, uh, come see Barbara Bush sketch at Montreal Sketch Fest. That's I think at ten o'clock at the theater center. Sounds, yep. Nope, I don't know. That's, look at that. That sounds right. And yeah, I think that's it for me coming up.
4: Dayton. Um,
3: for me, um, also on. Uh, May fifth, um, you can come to Fit Comedy and check out American Express. We do a show called Family Business, um, really fun. Um, <clears throat> just to be, it's a it's a, a all people of color improv team. We host a, an improv jam afterwards, which is an opportunity for people of color to come up on stage and try improv. You have no no experience necessary to do it. Um, it's a lot of fun. We give out beer. Uh, I'm probably not allowed to say that. To those of age. Uh, Yep. uh, Yep. And, uh, yep. And, uh, and, uh, and, and it's a really good show. So check that out. Um, also, uh, future every Tuesday at fit comedy. You can check, uh, the future out in, if you're in Canada at the end of May, uh, May 22nd through the 29th, uh, I'll be up there with the future performing the combustion festival in Toronto. um, that's all I'll say for now.
0: Rob, what do you got?
1: I'm at brotherly rob on Twitter. Um, RobAlessiani.com is my website. You can check out what I do and the services I offer. And uh, and uh, if you are uh, in Philly every first and third Friday, I'm in Thank You Places an Improvised Musical at Fit Comedy, 2030 Sansom Street. Uh, more information on Facebook or FitComedy.com. And if you're in Omaha the last weekend of May uh myself and my best friend joe Tuzzy will be performing in our improv duo roomies with some pretty fucking heavy hitters in uh that we're opening for and, and performing with so uh some big improv names and it looks to be a a pretty spectacular festival in omaha nebraska first time i'm ever in the i don't know what it's called state this is how i find out that i'm not your best friend mm. is it
0: are they corn huskers Mm, is Never
1: it? That sounds, that, that sound, that like, might be Cornhusker State. That sounds, I'll mm-hmm. ask them when I'm there.
4: Sean, what do you got? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Sean Keegan Landis. Mm. Uh, it's a good follow. It's a good follow. Uh, and okay. I'm going to be, if you're in Philadelphia, on the show called Science Thrill with Lolly Gill next Sunday, May 7th at 8.30 at Good Good Comedy Theater. This is all Sean tells us he's not on next week's podcast. Oh, maybe. Um, unless maybe. you want to do a quick hold. And I can ask to be on early in the show. Ooh. And then do a, do a runaway. Yeah, we should figure this out on air. Yeah. As for
3: me,
0: this is Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mike Marback. Uh, you can check uh, me out uh, and a lot of great improvisers tomorrow night in the Seltzer Hour. Or that would be tonight when this airs. Monday, uh, May 1st at 9 p.m. And every Monday after that until they stop it uh, it's going to be a pretty good time there there's also study hall which David is in uh, and oh, yeah. a bunch of other great improvisers study hall with uh, professors from area colleges and a lot of improv inspired by that really fun show you learn something and you laugh and that's on May 6th at 7.30pm kind of like this one at Fit Comedy and <laughs> Science <laughs> <Molly Yes>. Hill. <laughs> yep uh, and I think that is it for me this has uh, been Tech Talk with the Tech Team. Yeah. And Bug Talk. <laughs> with Bug and Bible and Bible Corner. Yeah, the Bible Thumpers. Um cool. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.